I mean, my takeaway from this episode is definitely, yeah, seeing how Draken and uh, Mikey met as kids. And Mikey's just a menace even when he's an elementary school kid. Yep. <laughs> and Draken not being much better. Literally goes gets a tat while he's in fifth grade and then goes beat some kids up to show it off. Yeah. Yeah. I love how the tattoo artist is like, man, tattoo it, you know, in elementary school, you're going to be a terrible adult. <laughs> yeah. And Mikey yeah. Draken's like, oh, this is so cool. Thanks, man. And he leaves. He's like, he's like it's really going to hurt. And he's like, ah, just do it anyway. And the entire's like, ah, no, it hurt. <laughs> What's up, everyone? Welcome in to Animan Plus. This is episode 34. My name is Alex Light with Sparky3. Hopefully, you're having a phenomenal day. Whatever day you're listening or watching this podcast, and a reminder, we are in video format over on our YouTube channel, Sparky3. If you're watching it right now, how's it going? Hopefully, you're having a great day. If you could be so kind, hit the like button. We'd appreciate that. Subscribe to the channel. You can stay up to date with everything we have going on here at Sparky3 with Animan Plus, Lighthearted, and more to come in the future. Joining with me, as always, here in studio, I have Zach. Zach, how are you doing today? I'm doing good. Ready for another one. We're almost there. That's right. Ready to just knock out another one, man. And uh, over the phones, uh, I do have Josh. Josh, how are you doing this wonderful Thursday? Yo, I'm doing so good. Doing so good. I like to hear it. Yeah, Josh is uh, not in studio this week, and that the reason why no. is uh, he's going to be coming over this weekend to do the Pokemon 25th special with me for uh, Lighthearted, my gaming podcast. So, Josh, you're pretty pumped up to knock that out this weekend? Oh, yeah. It's going to be a fun Super time. Pumped. You know, yeah, well. it, it's been pushed out so much now. I'm, I'm ready for it. I'm ready to get it done. But I'm, I'm going to be honest. I'm really pumped for the Zelda 35th special. That's the one I'm excited for right now. Zelda 35th is going to be a fun one. Yeah, it will. So uh, I do want to give a little shout out here. Uh, today is uh, May 20th when we're recording this podcast. And this is actually the one year anniversary of the original Animan. Just a l- little shout out there. The original Animan that crashed and burned, got through eight episodes and was not doing well. <laughs> And then uh, Animan Plus was uh, reborn months later. Uh, I still just want to give the shout out because, you know, we, we we never planned to drop the name Animan. We thought it was a good name. We wanted to continue to roll with it and come back. So, oh, yeah. Shout out to one year, man. One year of Animan, uh, Animan history. You know, this past month, I think it was like the 12th or something, was actually the one year anniversary when we first started podcasting here at Sparky 3. I think that first episode was Real Talk, though was the first episode that was ever posted. And so shout out to that, man. One one year now we've made this. And uh, I think in September is when we'll hit the one year for Animan Plus. So pretty exciting stuff there. Uh, if you guys want to follow us, you can go follow us at Animan Podcast. We'd greatly appreciate that. Uh, I already kind of mentioned it. I have my gaming podcast, Lighthearted. You can go follow us there. We're available on every single platform. We did start video format. And make sure to go check out episode, well, we're, we're doing 41 this weekend, right? Yep. Yeah, make sure to check out 41 because we got some changes coming. It's going to be really exciting, though. Good stuff to come out of Lighthearted. You can go follow us at Twitter, at LightheartedPod. We'd appreciate that. And, of course, make sure to keep your eye out for the Pokemon 25th and Zelda 35th special on the way. And lastly, if you want to support us further, just maybe, you never know, the Patreon is a great way to do so. Patreon.com forward slash Sparky3. If you've got some extra, extra dollars under the couch cushion you want to throw our way, we thank you for that. But you don't have to. Be a friend. Tell a friend that you're listening to the show. That's enough for us. 
All right, so we don't have as much news today. You know, it's kind of a little bit of a slow week, I feel like, this past week. But that's all right. The show's going to keep on moving. Uh, we are going to talk about some uh, weekly Shonen magazine sales. This is something that we have not uh, done before. We haven't really dove into this besides just kind of mentioning, oh, this did well, this did well. Uh, I don't have every single volume uh, from the last batch that came out uh, last month. Uh, but I do have, like, some of the most notable series. Because there were some series I saw the sales on there for. I had no idea. I've never even heard of the series. I had no idea. So I, I picked out the notable series. We're going to touch on some sales for that. We also are going to be uh, touching on a, uh, a domain name for a possible new film on the way for a popular anime. We're going to talk about that. And we also got some MAPPA news that we're going to be talking about as well. Uh, so before we jump into that, though, uh, hate to do it. Hate to do it. We got to start things on a little bit of a down note, unfortunately. We, had, uh, we did have a loss in the, uh, the, the industry. This month, uh, the actual date of the loss was uh, on May 6th. Uh, the news broke literally last night for us uh, on the 19th. Uh, Kentaro uh, Mira, I believe, you know, possibly butchering that last name. I do apologize. But uh, that, of course, is the author of Berserk Passes Away at Age 54. An absolute legend in the industry. Berserk is a legendary series. Everyone knows about it. If, you, if you're if you in anime and manga, you know about Berserk. You know about the character Guts, even if you've never checked it out. So just... Uh, condolences there man rest in peace and uh you know it, it sucks man gone gone too soon 54 years old just gone too soon just you know rest in peace and shout out to, shout out to his family and friends and everything um so let's jump over and let's talk about some sales um with this uh last batch that came out for weekly shonen magazine um i know the new batch is currently out and i did see like the first like three day or four day uh sales numbers for the current batch but this is the previous batch so coming in at number one for them was tokyo avengers volume 22 with 228,000 copies sold next up is ace of the diamond part two at volume 26 with 158k uh fire force volume 28 54k seven daily sins four nights of the apocalypse volume one hundred and uh 112k pretty solid for a volume one yeah uh, Ranger Reject Volume 1, the Power Rangers manga that I'm reading. Really enjoying that. Uh, did 59K. Not too bad for Volume 1. And then uh, To Your Eternity, Volume 15 with only 27K. Now, I do want to say, uh, you know, I'm going to I'm gonna start to include the Weekly Shonen Magazine volume sales just like we do for Weekly Shonen Jump. And, you know, obviously we can pick out these higher numbers like, you know, 228, 158, 154, 112 and say those are good. But in terms of Weekly Shonen Magazine sales, I'm be honest, this is me completely going in blind. You know, I don't, I don't, I don't know how well you know some of these are going to be compa- yeah. you know because this is our, our first time checking it out but you know those higher numbers obviously those are good i do know in comparison to like weekly shonen jump volumes like a volume one doing 59k is pretty good yeah you know i i do know that and then obviously a volume one doing 112 being seven only since that is also good as well um so shout out to that. Uh, do, I am looking forward to kind of checking out these sales more. I know Tokyo Avengers has been popping off oh, recently. Most definitely. Yeah, it's been popping oh, yeah. off recently because of the anime, man. Uh, I know the amount that it has skyrocketed with what's in circulation is just absolutely just insane. Getting reprints like crazy. Yeah, yeah, dude, it is. Uh, it is unbelievable what it's doing right now. So uh, so next up, um, Hayao Mazaki uh, from Studio Ghibli uh, sees Demon Slayer movie as a rival. I thought that was kind of interesting. Josh put that in Miyazaki, there. Miyazaki, stop. Stop, yeah, man. Yeah. You're old. Please stop. Well, <laughs> he's, still, he's currently working on a movie, so I'm really yeah. hyped for it. Um, I did think it was super interesting because uh, Studio Ghibli movies 
are pretty much like the standard definition when you think of anime movies because they're the most like widely popular. And now we have, um, because for years, um, it's on the tip of my tongue. It's it's sitting right in front of me. Spirited Away. Uh, Spirited Away has been like the number one anime movie of all time. And then Demon Slayer came in there and was like, pretty much killed it. Yeah, it's like, hey, what's up? (laughs) Blew it out of the water. So yeah, I totally understand uh, Miyazaki seeing Demon Slayer as a threat because Demon Slayer pretty much opened up the door for all these these manga, like, adaptations. Yeah, the manga, the anime adaptations. Um, of like shonen mangas and stuff to pretty much just like actually make themselves like actual movies instead of like what they had been in the past. Kinda, if, if you follow my drift. Kind of also related uh, in terms of seeing something as a rival kind of similar to uh, James Cameron with uh, Avengers Endgame and Avatar. Yeah. You know, Avengers Endgame uh, finally uh, beat out Avatar after it's re-released into theaters. And then I think it, that like what it was... It was th- was it this year or late last year when they re-released Avatar back into theaters over in like China and Avatar retook I, the spot. Yeah, I think it was late last year. Uh, I think yeah. it was late last year they re-released Avatar specifically so it yep. could take the number one spot back from Endgame. Yep. That's petty, um, man. That's petty as fuck. I'm not. Gonna that lie. is. I'm sorry. That is some, That's that so is some petty. petty stuff. And uh, and you know. What makes this even more interesting uh, about Hayao Miyazaki and seeing Demon Slayer's arrival is that um, we I've talked about it before on the show. Um, Hayao Miyazaki has been working on a movie um, for the past few years. I say few, it could be 10. Um, I believe at this point they have about 40, 30 to 40 minutes of the movie actually finished. Yeah. Um, so it's going to be interesting to see when that movie actually does get finished and released. Um, kind of like what he has to say about it compared to Demon Slayer or maybe some of these other um, movies that may be coming out in the next few years, like uh, uh, Black Volume Clover, Zero. Yeah. Volume Zero, uh, any other movies. Yeah. yeah, any other movies that may be adaptations of um, like anime or manga arcs that you know might end up blowing the doors down. Right. What's the name of the, his new movie? I forgot. Um, you know what? I've forgotten too. Okay. Uh, it's been, I've it's been, been super a minute. Since, about it. It's been, a, it's, it's been a minute. How do you live? We, yeah. How do, how you, do live? you live? That's what it is. Yeah. It's been a minute since I've heard anything about it. So I just forgot the name of it. Honestly. Yeah. Yeah. How do you live? Well, I, I think as of like last year, they've finished 30 minutes of the movie. Oh, they, really? they do about, they do about what? Three minutes every six months. <laughs> yeah, some, yeah, something like that with the pacing it's been. I mean, it's probably going to be a very good movie just because most Studio Ghibli films are very good. Mm-hmm. It'll yeah. just be curious and, to see how it is. Yeah, and it's one of the last like traditionally animated movies too because um, most things are done digitally now. So they're like hand-drawing every single frame. Which, which is absolutely insane to me. Yeah, That is, it is. Miss such mad respect. Such yeah. mad respect, man. Uh, yeah, I'm looking forward I, to seeing it. I mean, I have mad respect for Hayao Miyazaki because that dude went into retirement. Yes, and he, then he went into retirement and then came back. He is the Brett Favre of animation films. Yeah, oh, thank you. He was like, oh, thank you so much for that reference. <laughs> yeah. I love it. He was like, he's like, I'm gonna retire, and then he just like, he was like, no, all these movies are shit. I'm coming out of retirement. I'm gonna blow your fucking pants off. And I was like, <laughs> everyone's like, okay, please do. 
<laughs> that's fantastic. I, I, I love the Brett Favre reference, too. That's incredible. Uh, still on the topic of movies, let's talk about the new do, uh, domain that was set here recently. There was a domain set for a new One Piece movie. Uh, to, yep. to no real surprise, I mean, we saw My Hero getting oh. its new one. We saw Black Clover's getting its first. JJK's getting its first. So, you know, even whenever I put up the poll about this, like, three weeks ago, whatever, <laughs> the last option was, I don't care, new One Piece movie win. It's a, it was a matter yeah. of time. Uh, so yeah. a new domain is set. Josh, you pretty pumped up for that as the the One Piece fan of this show that butchered Law's backstory on our bonus cast. Shout <laughs> out to the bonus cast. You go check it out of character backstories. I didn't butcher it as much as I, you know, I, I overestimated how well my memory was. Um, but yeah, I'm pretty, I'm pretty hyped about it. It's a little weird considering a One Piece movie just came out not too long ago and we are still technically in the arc that the movie corresponded to. Mm-hmm. Um, just because, um, you know, One Piece movies kind of correspond to arcs. Uh, I believe uh, Film Gold was uh, Dressarosa. Uh, film Z was Punk Hazard, and then we had Stampede, which is Wayno, and now we're still in Wayno, and potentially getting another One Piece movie. So, you know, that's a little weird to me, but I fully expected it because, like you said, Black Clover's getting one. Demon Slayer just got its big one. Um, Black Clover's getting its first one. Jujutsu Kaisen's getting its first one. My Hero Academia's getting another one. We just got Dragon Ball Super reveal. Um, So it makes perfect sense that One Piece being one of the biggest, um, most well-known like anime and mangas in Japan would be getting one sometime soon as well. Yeah, because I mean, we as anime, you gotta fans, keep it. We're about to be eating really good with these movies. Oh yeah, yeah, and you know, being one of the being one of the big three for you know twenty years, mm-hmm. you, you got to put your dog in that fight when uh, everything else is getting out. in you there. Can, <laughs> yeah, you got to you got to keep yourself relevant and be like, all right, you can't you can't take my spot. Yeah, no, I feel you. I, I'll, I'll be excited to see what uh, news comes kind of comes out of it, and uh, just kind of curious see if we'll get any other you know movie yeah. announcements for any other series. You know, just now like, random thought. And be- and before we move on, I feel like it's important to to say nothing is technically confirmed yet. Yeah. All we have is a domain name, and domain names are cool yeah they gave us reveals like you know pokemon brilliant diamond and shining pearl were revealed through domain names or legends arceus or stuff like that just because they made the domain for the movie doesn't mean necessarily that there's going to be a movie anytime soon they could go ahead and do the domain and the movie come out in three years so exactly um yeah nothing is yet to be confirmed but having the domain does help it yeah, it, it it sets it in motion for the inevitable, uh, you know, reveal for it. So, just uh, keep an eye out for it. And like I said, I'll be curious to see if we get any oh, other, huh. you know, maybe anime films of other series. You never know. Uh, see what. Oh else. yeah, we are getting Slam Dunk. Totally forgot about that. Yeah, Slam Dunk is going to mm-hmm. be have a thing. Yeah, that's a good one. Um, you know, curious if we'll ever reach a point where Doctor Stone might get one. You never know. Maybe Fire Force gets one. Yeah. Eden Zero may get one at some point. Who knows? You know, obviously Eden Zero will be a little ways away, and oh, they yeah. just started off and stuff. We got the new Seven Deadly uh, movie coming out here in a couple months, Cursed by Light. So be curious to see what. Uh, I also know that not. I don't think this was a film. I think this was just a stage play. Isn't uh, Tokyo Avengers getting a live action like stage play over in Japan, like yes. in August or something like that? Yes, it is. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, which I did see the little like uh, preview uh, for it. Uh, I thought the characters looked pretty solid, but then again, most most of the time, their the stage plays over in Japan, they all look really solid. Like they do a really good job on like costume and wardrobe and everything. 
Um, so let's, uh, you know, we've already kind of mentioned a couple times JJK. So JJK is getting the uh, jump issue for 26 for the, 30, uh, for the third anniversary, 13 issues after its actual anniversary. It's good to see yeah. that uh, we're starting to get some other issues, some other covers with jump. You know, I know the one that's about to come out here in a few days is uh, Mission Yozakor Family. Uh, super, super excited for that. I've already seen the low quality cover. Uh, someone put up on Twitter. It looks fantastic. Uh, that's a 34 page extension for um, Yozakor Family as well really pumped up to read that so it's good to see that we're now getting away from just one piece new stuff and dr stone since that's all it's been all year now granted those series have had the most hype stuff going on but if we want to use that we could also argue black clover should have got a cover maybe but uh it's it's good to see that jump is is given some other covers to stuff most notably josh i know you talked about jjk on a previous animan episode you know talking about covers you know it's one of your best sellers your best seller right now of shonen jump you know why isn't gotten the cover yet so uh for yeah. this for this current year so it's good to see that we're finally getting a jhk cover it's also um, uh you could throw out there too that with the getting the cover it will also run a it, i believe it's second popularity poll yep. in that issue um for its third anniversary so that's pretty pretty cool as well yeah it is uh, now, one thing that's not really cool, though, is uh, here in issue 25 with the motion, Mission Yosa Core family cover, that one coming out, uh, Nine Dragon uh, Ball Parade is going to be getting a page increase. And why that's not cool is because it's probably just further prompting it to get axed and it's going to end soon. It is last slot of this current issue. ITEL C and Nine Dragon Ball Parade have been swapping back and forth between who's going to be dead last. And we already know ITEL C is going to get axed. I mean, it, the sales were horrible like 2,000 copies almost 3,000 copies for volume one nine dragon ball parade I think volume one for that's coming out probably next month so we'll get to see how how it's going to fare but probably not well but uh it getting a a page increase uh as you know me and Zachary were reading this and we do feel like these past probably like what two or three chapters have been very horribly fast fast yeah they've been very quick compared to how the episodes previous have been. Like, we've got this new hothead character who's going to be... Is he, the, like, second baseman? or he, He's an outfielder. He's yes. an outfielder who either strikes out or hits a home run, no in-between. Yep. And then the character before him who became the second baseman, we got, like, half a chapter on this character. I don't even know the character's name. Well, he's, no, like, almost like a blip. Well, yeah, no, you got the character before him was the first baseman. The other one that was introduced in this chapter this week is sort of an introvert who's the second baseman. Okay, yeah, yeah, it's the first baseman who I'm referring to where he got, like, I don't even know the character's name. He was literally got, like, a half a chapter of introduction. Yeah. Uh, and it's just, like, a, a blip on the map of just, like, he's just there. So, yeah. you know, this page yeah. increase is probably just going to get the last, like, what, they only need, like, what, two more members, I think, two yes. two more outfielders. Yep. outfielders. You know, and then the team's yeah. built. Uh, it's the, the, This past chapter kind of already set up for, you know, like, I guess our antagonist here, uh, air quotes. <laughs> Which I did like for people's notice. was like, that was a really weird antagonist character for a sports manga. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It, it was. So I, I could see it being axed here soon, you know. Yeah, it, when I read that, it, I got – Phantom Seer vibes because Phantom Seer got the page increase the same issue that it was at. Yeah. So, yeah, it, it gave me those those vibes. Which also still shout out to Phantom Seer. Still kills me that Volume Three was doing so well in sales, and here we are. But anyway. Um, so let's actually hop over to some more news here. Let's talk about Mappa just a little bit. Uh, so Mappa recently added uh, two unknown projects 
to their 10th anniversary lineup. You can get on their website and see everything they've got working on right now. And two of them are a complete mystery that is going to be announced, like, what, next month, I think? Is yeah, I believe June 10th is their anniversary. I'm very curious to what these could be. Well, you know, honestly, there may not be anything massive, you know? Mm-hmm. I mean, because I, like, if yeah. you look at the lineup, there's a couple series that MAP is doing that I've never even heard of before, never even seen. You know, so it could be one of those situations where it's like no big deal. It's like, hey, we've got a couple random things we're doing, or it could be a big deal. We'll see. Um, Josh, I know you put in the uh, in the in the Discord. I, I know you mentioned God of High School season two potentially. I know you mentioned something else as a potential. Yeah, um, I uh, I had some speculation. One was that because they have a uh, they already have Jujutsu Kaisen on there, and Jujutsu Kaisen hasn't officially been announced for season two. So I figure, you know, Jujutsu Kaisen, that would be a perfect time to announce the, the season two. So I figured one of those slots would be like some kind of reveal for volume zero, their movie, instead of just lumping with Jujutsu Kaisen having it as another slot. And then the other one I possibly thought about was, because out of the three country world series that, um, you know, that premiered on our webtoon series that premiered on country world, God of High School was probably the most popular one, so and that was another Mappa thing. So you know, I thought maybe maybe season two of God of High School might be one of those you know mystery slots. When it comes to God of High School, the only thing that I think takes away from it potentially is that I I don't know I don't know, maybe maybe you guys can you know agree or disagree with me on this. I feel like for God of High School season two. Do you don't don't you guys think that Crunchyroll would be the one to reveal that alongside No Belize and Tower of God? I don't know. I have no idea. That's just, that was my first thought, but I do I do think that it is potential to get God of High School season two announcement. But I think it's I think it's probably just gonna be something else. But I don't know. I mean, I am in agreement. Ideally, since it was Crunchyroll original who did it, you would think it would be them, unless there is for some reason a studio change, which then maybe that yeah, true. might be would be true. Mappa. So true. yeah, well, I mean. Mappa did did do God of High School with Crunchyroll, so I mean it's entirely possible that they got the permission from Crunchyroll to announce it during True. their tenth anniversary. True, and, and like I said, I mean out of the three uh, Tower of God, God of High School, and No Belief, I mean I, I I'm, if I'm not mistaken, God of High School was the most popular of the three. Um, yeah, it's so, the Tower of God. I know it wasn't No Belief. Yeah, I know. And, I know. Even God of High School, in terms of just like the the uh, webtoon readers, I mean, there was a lot of backlash to it. You know, me and Zach, we talked about Tower of God. I mean, uh, God of High School in full mm-hmm. detail about how yes, it was fast paced. I thought we both agreed. We thought they did really well with what they did, but I, it would either be Tower of God or God of High School that was the most popular. I think. Yeah. It, I think it was God of High School just because of the over the top, you know, fighting that it had and how well yeah. it was animated. I'm pretty sure that was the most popular of the three. Yeah. No Belize was easily and, the dead last one. Oh yeah, easily. Yeah. <laughs> And and as something that Mappa, you know, um, that Mappa Studios did do, that's why that's why I could see it being something revealed at the tenth at their tenth anniversary, right? Just just because you know Mappa had a hand in, you know, getting that out there. Because um, I mean, as far as we know, every other major project Mappa has is has is is on the slate. Attack on Titan, Jujutsu Kaisen, all that stuff. So, I mean. The only other thing I could think of that would be big for them right now would be, you know, God of High School or something for Jujutsu Kaisen. So, I, I mean, for the Jujutsu Kaisen movie, sorry. Because um, they already got Chainsaw Man listed on there as, like, the official re- anime reveal for that. So, unless they've got something else in the works that we don't know about. 
I'm going to throw out yeet predictions. Yeah, yeet them. I'm going to yeet them. Uh, I'm going to yeet my predictions. I I have no facts based on this. It's, I don't even have a gut feeling. I just want to throw it out there. So if it is right, I can say, oh, yeah, I said it first. Uh, Mission Yozakora family or Mashal. I'm just going to yeet that out there. I know it's not I know it's not going to happen, but I'm just going to yeet it. I'm just going to see, see, throw it out Man, into the universe, see what happens. If we had something to go on for those, yep. I would be in agreement. <laughs> but we have but- nothing to go on. As we have nothing to go on, the only thing we have knowing that, like, we'll for sure get an anime soon is, like, Spy Family. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I couldn't I, I couldn't see that being the, the yeet prediction of the century. Yeah. I'm just, I'm, I'm just I mean, throwing it, it out into the universe, man. Hope for the it, best. It Mission Yozakura Family. Let's go. Mission Yozakura Family. Give it some no, love. L- let's back up for a second and imagine Mashal done by Mappa and how amazing that would be. Oh, it would be incredible. I'm here for it. <laughs> I will say I understand Mashal is like insanely popular in terms of sales, but I w- and I, I understand why they would want to do that for an anime first. But I will be kind of butthurt if it gets it before Ma- Mission Yozakura Family. I'm not gonna lie. I mean, how would you feel if Undead Unlock got it? Butthurt. Yeah. Either way. Still. And, and, wow. Yeah, I, I'm a big fan of Mission Yozakura Family, man. It, it's really good. I love the arc that we have going on right now. It's a, it's a good series. I, you know. Like, look at some of the series that I'm big fans of, like Kaito Hitman Reborn, you know, a uh, huge fan of, of Naruto. Uh, I do enjoy One Piece now that I finally read it. And, you know, I, I enjoy shows like these that have, like, such a wide cast of characters. Mm-hmm. You know, while while Dragon Ball was one of my favorite ones growing up, obviously the it's got a big cast of characters, but the primary focus is obviously on Goku and Vegeta. Yeah. No one else can fucking hold a candle to them. You know, and that's what I love a series like Mission Yozakura Family, Kaito Hitman Reborn, or One Piece where everyone is strong. I enjoy stuff like that. So uh, that's why I've got a lot of love for Mission Yozakura family because everyone is strong within their own right, and it's really cool to see. Um, I also want to point out about MAPPA. I've seen a lot of uh, negative reports recently about MAPPA. I want to point that out. Oh, Oh, yeah. I've seen those too. Yeah. uh, There was recently, I think it was an animator that just recently quit MAPPA, I think is what it was. uh, Yep, that's exactly what it was. Just dog-shitting. Mappa and basically just over their working conditions. Yeah, the and, working conditions and just like tearing Mappa down from this pedestal that, that we as anime fans has put them on, thinking that they're just this absolutely incredible company, incredible animation studio. They are incredible animation studio, obviously, but uh, you know, oh, yeah. shedding shedding light on the actual situation where it's just like, yo, it sucks here. Like this, this sucks. Terrible working conditions. So yeah. Mappa's been drug a little bit recently on uh, social media and stuff. They compared it to what was it working in like a factory sweatshop yeah. or sweatshop factory. Yeah. Um, you know, no breaks, small pay, uh, long hours, all that stuff. It, I mean, and it is shitty and um, kind of like going more into this. I know for a fact that uh, animators in Japan, I read some articles on it are probably like some of the lowest paid people in Japan for so what sad. they do. That's sad. Um, which, I mean, it's not much better here either, but no. still like just for the amount of work they do and like the effort they put into stuff to make things like so amazing, mm-hmm. they are treated so horribly, not only by their companies, but by their fans. If you look at MAPPA and Attack on Titan, like, you know, yeah. These people are like going through hell to get Attack on Titan out here, and people are just shitting on it. And it's like, I don't know how do you how do you do that job and like, I don't know, be proud of your work when everyone else like everything's so shitty around you. That it's just kind of tough. 
Imagine how Studio Dean feels with seven deadly sins. Well, I mean, yeah. they probably did it. They probably did it on purpose, though. So. Yeah. And, you know, hearing this uh, stuff about MAPPA, it just immediately makes me think of something that came out last year in the gaming industry uh, when it came to uh, Blizzard. You know, there was a lot of reports coming out about Blizzard, a company that was held on this wonderful pedestal at one point in time. They were purchased by Activision. And all went. I mean, I, there was reports last year where people were talking about the working conditions there where there were people that were having to sleep under their desks. Mm-hmm. Like, they just couldn't go home because they had to meet these uh, these time frames. There was people that would have to go cry in hallways and stuff and consult each other just because of how terrible of an environment it is. So it's just, I guess, hearing all this come out about MAPPA and stuff and, you know, hearing everything that happened with Blizzard last year, you know, that was coming out about it. It's just a friendly reminder that it's not all sunshines and rainbows for us fans. You know, like it's all great for us as fans, but behind the, behind the curtain, it's pretty terrible. So I don't know. That, that's unfortunate. I, I saw those reports and I just want to give it a shout out. That's a very unfortunate, you know, situation of all that is assumed to be true. Like we're, like we're assuming here. Um, all right, so let's hop over to anime for the week. So a couple things for you. Number one, first and foremost, uh, we've officially dropped Shaman King. We just don't care. We just wow. Yeah, we don't care. We, me and Zach both mutually just said screw it. Like, like Zach said, I think last episode, he doesn't think he's the target audience for that show anymore. I've come to discover that I am not the target audience. It's out of everything that I'm watching. Uh, that one is literally the only one that feels like a chore to me. And that's that's me saying that with me watching Seven Deadly Sins. Yeah. Seven Deadly Sins doesn't feel like a chore, even though it does kill me, because one, I still enjoy the series, I still enjoy the story, and two, at this point it's a meme, so I'm here for it. You know? <laughs> it's, it's, at this point it's just going to keep going downhill, and I'm just... It's, it's, it's like Zach with Dragon Quest. It's just, we're here for it, we're going to keep doing it. But Shaman King... I, it felt like a chore to watch. Uh, it just didn't hold my interest. Uh, so we've officially dropped it. It is what it is. And uh, another little tidbit here for me personally, uh, I did not get a chance to watch Seven Daily Sins, Eden Oof. Zero, or Two Year Eternity this week. Uh, this week was uh, I had some long days at work this week, especially Thursday. I mean, not Thursday, Tuesday. Tuesday was a long one, and uh, I just I didn't get around to being able to watch those. So uh, let's kick things off with My Hero Academia, Season 5, Episode 8. What did you guys think about it? This was uh this was a pretty good episode. Lots of good animation here in this episode. Really enjoyed that quite a bit. Um, you know, with uh, you know, um uh Ida's uh turbo engine yep. looked awesome animated. Yeah, it looked great. so good of him zipping all over the place. This was the conclusion for match three uh with this one. Uh what 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 did, what are some takeaways for you guys for this episode? This was a good one, honestly. I mean, yeah, it was a really good episode. I feel Mudman would have made a great villain. True, true, true. <laughs> yeah. Like, just, just his ability in general and just thought process makes me like, you would make a really good villain or hero, so this could go either way. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Besides that, just the overall fight was very good, and um, just how well they did just the, in the manga and then seeing an anime, just the end of the fight, it just makes it feel very lackluster for the draw, but that's sort of how the situation itself feels, so it yeah. was done very yeah. well in its own way. I did really enjoy the uh, the fight between Shoto and Tetsu. True. Where he was basically like, your quirk does nothing to me. Yep. Like, I can take it either way. I was like, oh, man, this dude's so badass. And then Shoto's basically like, oh, I'll just get hotter. Yeah. Yeah. I know I've uh, I know I've shot this out on a previous episode, but it also reminds me of that Team Four Star 
My Hero Season 1, whatever, where it's like the Nomu. It's like Shigaraki's ask All Might. It's like, yeah, he can take all your punches. What are you going to do now? And All Might's like, I'll punch him harder. And he just punches <laughs> him harder and, and beats him. And it's the same thing with this episode. Shoto's just like, you know, he's, you know, the, uh, you know he, the other guy was just like, you know, your, uh, your quirk does nothing to me. And Shoto's like, all right, well, I'll just get hotter. I mean, it's fine. Yeah, <laughs> yeah he has a little flashback to his father yep. of yelling. I was like, once you get to the high seat, go past your limit. Yeah, exactly. So, yeah, okay, yeah, sure. I'll get hotter. I love the little, I love the little uh, shot that you got of him or his training with him sitting in a stove. Yeah, yeah. In a, in a big oven. I, I enjoyed that of him. Yeah, trying to get he used was just to like, it. you ever sit in an oven before? I yeah. was like, what? <laughs> yeah. No, this was a really good episode. This was, you know, probably the best episode that we've had of this season so far. This very lackluster uh, season, mind no. you. It's the second best episode we've had so far. What was the best? Yeah, what was the best? Let's never forget the first episode of Mirio. Like, oh no. Okay, I'm okay. Falling. Yes, fair, fair. All right. Now that you remind me, yes, episode one is probably the best. That was a great episode because of Mirio alone. And Sam yeah. Atomicy both made that episode. And, okay, and, fair. Yeah. Fair. Thank you. Thank you for that. What do you want, Dylan? I just want to go home. Yeah, I just want to go home, man. I don't want to be <laughs> true. Okay. So this is the second best episode. Uh the, it you know, like I said, it is the conclusion for match three of this training. You know, and this is this is one of the matches that we are waiting for because it has one of of our three main three main guys, you know, mm-hmm. being Shoto. So this is the one one of the ones that we were waiting for. You know, this next one is going to feature Bakugo, obviously. So that's yeah, everyone in the world's waiting on this next one. Yeah, that's true. And then you know, coming down to the uh, to the final one with our boy, our pro tag Deku, and I'm really pumped up to uh, get to that match because of the things that's going to happen during the match. I'm I'm very excited for that. And we're right around the corner from the My Villain Academia. When do you think that's going to start? You think it's going to start, like, what, probably episode 12, maybe? 13? Mm, we're what on? Eight. So eight? We, got, we got nine coming out. So we got nine and ten, which is going to be Bakugo. I f- would guess the fifth one would be at least another two, maybe three. Yeah. So nine, ten, eleven, twelve, probably about 13, 14. Yeah. And that uh, probably should carry us up till probably like 21, if I had to guess. And then, because uh, I think this is only 24 episodes, maybe 25, I don't remember. And we'll probably have four episodes Endeavor. Of, of Endeavor. Yeah. That's my guess. Yeah. Sets us up for uh, the new movie, which is going to be really exciting. Uh, I, I did see a, a full shot of all their costumes recently. Looks so cool. Man, it does. I, I, I'm gonna be honest. I'm all about like this, this blackout looks with the, you know, especially with like the headgear and stuff. Mm-hmm. Like Deku's headgear oh, yeah. look. It, it basically looked like a big Sonic the Hedgehog thing, but it still looked really cool as a Sonic the Hedgehog fan. I gotta say, it looked awesome. Uh, you know, Shoto's hood looked cool. Same thing with, uh, you know, Bakugo's hood. I, that, can we just take those from the movie and make those their actual hero costumes? I'm here for that. No. Oh, damn it. Okay. Uh, what about One Piece 974? I did see a couple clips of this. Looks like we're getting to, you know, looks like we're uh, officially at that end of the Odin backstory. Uh, so how was, yeah, how was 974? There's a, I believe there's like one or two more episodes of the Odin, quote-unquote, Odin backstory at this point, um, which this episode, uh, you know, the follow-up to last week's episode, it was called uh, Aptly, it was Aptly named Odin isn't Odin unless it's boiled. Because uh, if you don't know, Odin's True. like a boiled food. Uh, and through this entire episode, Odin is being boiled alive. So, haha, very funny. Play on words. Um, but yeah, no, it was basically, it was basically just Odin getting boiled half the episode. And then, uh, you know, leading up to Odin being like, you know, I'm if, if we survive this, I want you guys to open up Wayno to the world. 
uh, because there's going to come a time when it needs to be open to the world. And they're like, well, let's all survive. And he's like, I know I'm not surviving this. And then, you know, throws them so they can escape. And then, you know, Kaido shoots him in the head. And I mean, that was pretty much the meat and bones of the episode. Uh, everything else was just like, you know, a lot of just people standing around shocked. Like, I can't believe Odin acted a fool for five years to save our lives. And now he's burning alive. Um, so, I mean, as, as good as Odin's backstory is, it does have its very slow moments. And like I said, I believe it's probably one or two episodes before we really get back to what's going on currently in Wayno, which when it does, that's when it's going to be balls to the wall. Like every episode, I'm going to be like, oh yeah, this happened, this happened, this happened. And it's going to be way more entertaining than what it has been currently. Right. Cool. Uh, I'm super pumped for the the fights that are about to go down recently uh i have little here and there been dabbling in some one piece anime not not watching the full episodes but i've been watching uh pretty lengthy clips there on youtube of everything that's been going on in the odin backstory so i've kept track of it through that from beginning to end i just have i've only sit down and watched like try two episodes so far um so I, i'm we're man we're right around the corner i'm really excited to, yeah. to get to the fight that's going on with uh wayno right now oh yeah uh, what about Dragon Quest episode thirty two? What uh, what shenanigans do we have going on today? So I mean, I didn't actually complete hate it because there wasn't trope. Okay. Okay. It wasn't a trope heavy episode, surprisingly okay. enough. Right. Shout out, shout out. Um, it was pretty much just the big fight between Die and Barum finishing that up. Right. Um, I did call what Crocodile was going to do. He threw Hunkel's ass up there nice. <laughs> in the sky as Barum was going to try and do a finishing blow to Die. Hunkel's mm-hmm. just like, Crocodile, throw me. He's just like, what? You're, you're useless in the sky. It doesn't matter. Throw me. Yeet me. <laughs> <laughs> so Crocodile throws him at Barum. Barum reacts to him, thinking he's coming to strike him. And instead, Hunkel throws his sword to die. So dies fighting sword on sword instead of sword against fist. Um, then, yeah, no, the die and Barum proceed to fight each other in the sky and reminiscence of a Dragon Ball Z fight, just pretty lights flying at each other. Bang, bang, bang. Punch, 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 punch. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, so, yeah, no, they fight that and everything. Um, and as... Then there's a whole other side story of Pop dying. So, Pop's literally walking to heaven and Gomechan, our little gold slime, apparently has the ability to apparently transcend the worlds and go to the heaven realm and yell at pop being like, pop, don't go that way. You're abandoning die. And more or less through miracles of whatever Gomechan is allows pop while he's in the middle of transitioning to heaven and being bad mouthed by a slime cast a spell while he's dead. Okay. Yes. As, as yeah. Barum is charging at Dai to actually do a finishing blow, he gets shot in the back by an... Ex- uh, doesn't actually sell which spell it is, but it looked like an explosive or fire S spell. And Barum gets hit in the back and just looking at Pop going, a corpse just cast a spell? <laughs> and every- Basically this. What the f***? Yeah, no, that was his reaction. Yep. Which leads to him being hit, then him and Dai doing a final attack against each other, which... They both use Giga Break pretty much, which is encasing a sword and lightning and then charging at each other. But 
die one ups it by also using Avon's trash. And because it's a final move and it's finishing a fight, it's necessary for him to zip across the screen making pretty lights with his sword before clashing into Barum. And eventually beating Barum, throwing both of them in different directions, and just having a standoff between the two after the fight finishes of everyone's happy. It's like, yeah, you beat Barum. Pop's alive, but Pop's not alive. But for some reason, his corpse did a spell. Barum comes out of the woods all beat up, shirtless, and just looking just like, tells Dai, just don't try. You have no strength anymore. Neither have I. Literally approaches Pop's body to look at him and be like, yes, that is a corpse that shot a spell at me. Drops a bit of his blood on Pop, which apparently, since he's a dragon knight, the blood brings Pop back to life. He walks away into the sunset going, Die, my son. Do whatever path you want. But once I heal, we'll fight again. And whoever wins gets to decide the fate of the human race. And walks off into the sunset. Yeah. All right. Yep. Sounds like a good time. Now, the question is, when is this series going to end for you? I don't know. (laughs) That's the real question. I mean, it literally just set up a whole other thing where the Dark King has now sent... Um, the Dark Commander, I can't remember his name off the top of my head now, who's been Hadlar, who's been cowering, fearing that Barn was going to take his position. He's been given one more chance to go and um, kill Dai and his friends, and if he doesn't kill Dai and his friends, the Dark King's going to kill him. And the Dark King has apparently some counsel, because he has Mistavern, who's been wor- who he put under Hadlar to monitor Hadlar. Then he has Kilavern, which is a jester assassin, and from the opening scene, he at least has like f- three to f- five more other Verns of some sort, commanders under him, that dying people are dying crew's going to fight. And literally the preview for the next episode is <laughs> freaking Hadlar and his last uh, Legion commander literally sneaking in to their camp at night to attack him. And the freaking dragon pop out in the middle of the woods to pick on Pop. If it wasn't bad enough, that dude just died. Now freaking Hadlar and his um, dark mage are going to beat on his ass now after he's been revived. <laughs> I am curious how I'm, I'm curious what's all going to continue to come out of this series. And uh, most importantly, I'm because I, I, I keep checking from time to time. And there's still zero confirmation on how long the series is going to go on. I'm pretty sure it's just going to go on until it finishes all the content. Yeah, which who so knows? forever. Yes, yeah, so forever. You're stuck with it at least for another year. No. <laughs> I'm not sure about a year, but at least for at least probably beginning of 2022. 20, gotcha. Uh, well, next up we have Tokyo Avengers, episode six. How are you guys feeling episode six? Battle of 8-3. It's about to go down here in like an episode or two. A few episodes should be uh, kicking off Battle of 8-3, right? Uh, I feel it would be at least another three or four episodes before we actually see 8-3. Okay. Uh, how are you guys feeling towards six? Six was a pretty fun episode. Uh, yeah, you know, I we're still it. we're still just getting kind of the build up. You know, that that's the main thing. Is we're yeah. still just kind of getting the build up. We did get to see, you know, in this episode, uh, Takamichi goes back in time again because he wanted to talk to. I'm drawing a blank on the guy's name. It's not like he's overly important in the grand scheme of things. Uh, but he Naoto. Go- no, no, no. The the guy that at the construction site. Yeah, it's like oh something. Oh, yeah. Osani. Yeah, Osani. Yeah, wanted to go back to talk to him to try to get information on. You know, Draken and Draken being killed at eight three and stuff, and he was 
you know, basically like a broken husk of a man, you know, didn't want to talk about it, didn't, you know, and make little, you know, references that if Draken wasn't dead, and, you know, if he didn't die or whatever, blah, blah, and then gets brought back to the past where we get introduced to his past self, which is a lot more confident of a character yep. as, they yeah. come, as they come in, to, you know, to raid the group where they're currently at, you know, when they're in this, you know, area, uh, Takamichi goes to Mikey while they're, while they're currently having a meeting, mind you, Mikey, Draken, and, uh, is it Pi, Pi, Pi Chan? Payon and Payon. 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 Yeah, they're, you know, they're having a meeting about uh, setting up to uh, have this battle. You know, Takamichi goes and tries to beg to, to not do it. It's just going to lead to Toman's destruction. You know, which then you get a little bit of resolve from Mikey, where it's like, if I've made my mind up to do this, we're doing it. I mean, it, it's it's done. Like, we're not changing. I'm not changing my opinion on this. But, you know, what are some takeaways for you guys for uh, this episode? I mean, I thought it was kind of cool to see uh, how Mikey and Draken met. Um, That's true. That was this episode. Just, yeah, just because Mikey being a little kid just like beats the shit out of that dude with one kick. Yep. Um, I also, obviously you guys have read Tokyo Avengers. I have not. So not knowing anything past this episode, I thought it was kind of interesting that um, Draken and Mikey had their first kind of... Um, you know, falling out, not, Spat. I guess, discourse. Yeah. Um, yeah. At, yeah, Takamichi asking them to not buy it and Draken being like, maybe we should gain more information before we do. And Mikey, like, are you, are you going against me right now? Kind of like, I don't know. Like, like, I don't know. It makes me feel like Takamichi's, you know, playing the, playing the part that is what gets them to like, have that falling out but i i mean i know there's probably more to it yeah there's a whole thing that's gonna happen here in the next very next episode but um i mean my takeaway from this episode is definitely yeah seeing how draken and uh mikey met as kids and mikey's just a menace even when he's an elementary school kid yep <laughs> and draken not being much better literally goes gets a tat while he's in fifth grade and then goes beat some kids up to show it off. Yeah. Yeah. I love how the tattoo artist is like, man, tattoo it, you know, in elementary school, you're going to be a terrible adult. <laughs> yeah. It's yeah. like, oh, this is so cool. Thanks, man. And he leaves. He's like, he's like, it's really going to hurt. And he's like, I just do it anyway. And the was like, ah, no, it hurt. <laughs> yeah, no, that was just a whole fun thing. And then, um, you know, seeing Payon animated makes sure you go, there's so much potential here, but I, it feels bad, man. It does. It does feel bad, man. Lots of potential with that character to, to not have it. It's unfortunate. Yeah. So get to seeing Payon and Pay Payon and Payon. Freaking, I hate those two names. Um, just yeah, seeing that Discord first Discord between Mikey and Draken, and just really seeing the dynamic there of Mikey's very much once, as Josh was saying, once he's made his decision, he's saying, and Dragon's more of the bigger picture of just, well, Takamichi's saying, so there's something here. Maybe we may want to look more into it. So just seeing their dynamics of Dragon's more or less, he helps Mikey's shortcomings, and Mikey just looks straight ahead and yep. to go forward leading. Yeah. It, it, that that was that was that was a, a great takeaway because it really kind of further explores the dynamic between those two. That's going to continue to be explored throughout this series and throughout this first season. 
Um, what do you guys think of 86 episode six? Another banger of an episode, man. This episode comes at you quick. <laughs> like, hey, oh my, like, dude, the first half of this episode is, is very, very quick. <laughs> yeah. You texted me about it and you're like, right. That, that goes, that goes hard fast. And I was like, well, I'll just watch it later and we'll see. And man, it did it. Yes, it did, dude. <laughs> so good though man like the episode kicks off where you find you, you have like you know kid shin and he finds um his brother's uh juggernaut mm-hmm. with you know which it was already set up last episode where the legion is taking brains from humans to continue to operate right so in this yeah. episode you actually get to see the body of the the, the decapitated body of his brother in the mech, which was a brutal little sight to see right there. Oh like, yeah. Within the first minute of this episode, mind you. So that, you know, absolutely brutal little moment there, which then gives you the, you know, the realization as the watcher, which is like, Oh, okay. That's why for his undertaker persona, like his symbol ha- is headless. That's why, because of, because of his brother. Well, and also it does take a bit of a, uh... uh, design from his brothers. Cause his brother's yeah. similar. It's just, instead of a shovel, it was a sword. Yep. Uh, and then, you know, from there we kind of, you know, we get brought back to the, you know, to the present. We get to see, um, we get to see, it was, it was a, it was a flashback, right? Yeah, it yeah, was it a was nice a, little moment of when all of them first being, were put part of Spearhead where they had yep. a nice little party right there under some cherry blossoms. Yeah, it was four months prior to the beginning of the series and they're having a nice little party. Everything's all fine and dandy. You know, they're shooting stars they want to go watch. You know, Shin's even having a decent time. You know, he doesn't express a lot of emotion. Um, he's very cold for just you know justifiable reasons here. Yeah, and then we come back to the present where you know they're coming back up on this spot. Mm-hmm. You know, they're it's like oh yeah, we were just here, man. It seems like yesterday. You know, it's like well, you know, got to start the battle. You know, the legion's coming. You know, let's you know, it kicks off in a beautiful battle sequence. You know that you know almost feels like uh, uh you know this is this battle sequence really felt more like war type level yes. than the rest that we the couple others we've gotten. This one really pushed the the level of we are at war. You know we had to you know have a nice battle sequence there. We lost uh we lost two more of the spearhead squadron and that's what I that though that is the main way that I said that it comes at you quick because losing them it comes at you quick. Yeah, like it happens so fast, man. It's so tragic. Yeah. Of, uh, you know, first we get, uh, I'm drawing a blank on her name, um, uh, as well as her, her code name. Uh, she, you know, one, you know, she's got like purple hair, completely blanking on her name right now. Uh, her met gets knocked over. You know, she's, uh, not in a, in a, in a shit spot. Yeah. They, uh, I think his name is Daya. Yep. Daya, who has, has feelings for her is trying to go save her. Trying no, to, you know, no, 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 no. Wrong. Anju's the one you're thinking of, but this isn't the one who's in danger. Anju's the one who got left behind. Cause, okay. Because Anju and uh, Dea is in the same squad. Um, I don't know the girl's name who we are referencing, but she's part of a trio of girls who you usually see in any of the scenes. More or less what has happened is they hit this battle, but because we've learned that the Legion is learning, they've figured out that Spearhead is able to ambush them, so they now have Scorpion mortars firing at them yeah, yeah, across the it. battlefield, which is more or less messing with them because they can't stay in spots because they're mortaring pretty much any spot that could be designated as hiding, which they're all having to move and whatnot while fighting, which leads to this one girl's mech getting hit, rolling into some uh, down a hill into a bit, and her mech is trashed. Yeah, it's done, though. And more or less, Shin asks if anyone from 6th Squad can go help her, 
And Daya sees this, and he's like, I got this. He goes out and helps her, and as he's fending off, um, I forget what they called him, but this is the first time I've even noticed him, but these, like, black little creatures yep. that are human sized that are just running on the battlefield. I think it's the first time they've been revealed. Okay. Yeah, it has been the first time, because yeah. I... I I was watching. And I was like, "That that's new." Yeah, like little black, little like human type esque robot creatures. Yeah, they got something. like one eye and like a yeah. creepy smile. Yeah, and pretty much these things are going at her, and Daya charges and pulls them off, and, and they charge him. He in in a fire and attached to his juggernaut and explode. Which was such a shot, dude. Because like they all just pile on his juggernaut, and you see his face of just horror where he's just like because there's one literally sitting on top of his uh cockpit. his cockpit just staring at him and he's just like got this look of horror where he's like i'm screwed yeah no the, <laughs> it was a moment of resignation for him where he's just like this is it for me because they are yep. now attached and it's even a moment where you hear see him in the cockpit and they alter the sound of the chittering of whatever it was to through that just making you feel in that confined space with him yeah and everything and pretty much those blow up, destroying his juggernaut. The girl who's trashed who he tried to save, um, I forget what they're called, the Legion drone comes out and looks like it may be looking at to take her head or whatnot, and she just shoots herself. She shoots herself in the head and thinks or looks in and smashes and walks away. Yep. Because the brain's now gone, so. Yep. Brutal. Man, brutal yeah, oh yeah. episode. <laughs> Well, and then, then when it goes to, um, which one is it that Shin has to, to, to shoot is where he just kind of, right? yeah, he shoots. Dia. See, yeah. You just see his arm like reaching out and like, oh man, that kind of hits too. Mm. Cause he's like, he, he's not dead, but he's like, he's mortally wounded. So he's still alive. It's yeah. like how he has to like, just go up there and he's like, he's like, you might want to switch your comm off. Have, yeah. have you ever seen anyone actually die? And she's like, no, but I can, I can do it. And he just like closes his eyes and then, oh God. There was also, I think, I think this was in the, no, this was in the second half of the episode where, uh, major waifu as yes. that, as that calls her, uh, you know, major, uh, uh, Malise, uh, Lena, uh, Lena is what she commonly goes by was speaking to, uh, that was her uncle or her father. That's the lead. I think yeah. it was uncle. Her, uncle. Her, her uncle, her father's the one that, crashed in the helicopter okay that's her. Right. yeah so um you know she's speaking to her uncle about the, everything and he's just very cold about it where she's just you know still on the side of like the 86 district and everything yeah and, she's like we need to get yeah. those mortars out here to protect them and he's mm-hmm. like no our soldiers are not expendable the yeah. 86 are we can get more 86 but we can't get more of all our soldiers and we're not putting them on the front lines to man these mortars and i was like this dude's shitty as fuck yeah yeah dude Man, this this series with how much it, it has like built in such a short amount of time just really gets you attached to everything going on is 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 incredible. Like the pacing's been incredible, and you know it's just so many. It's like you know that the little tidbits they throw in to really make you feel in these situations. Like you know, in terms of what you were talking about, Zach, with the, with uh, Daya and with mm-hmm. the explosion, how it makes it feel like you were inside there. I love like the little moment where it closes up just on his mouth and all he says is Anju and then that's when the you know he comes over to Anju and you can hear the like the pop of the explosion happen in the headset just little details like that man and then just like the details of everything that's set up against the 86 district where they're just not viewed as people they don't give a shit they don't give a shit if you're probably they don't care if you die it it doesn't doesn't matter you're, you're nothing you're not a person like man 
dude, everything about the series is so well set up. And then, you know, one thing that was, uh, you know, really at least nice, something nice to see, you know, it's constant sadness at times with this series was uh, there towards at the end uh, whenever uh, Lena was logging out to talk from talking to Spearhead. And, uh, you know, then Shin, you know, Undertaker hits her up privately and to ask her if she's okay, you know, you know, further building the connection between these two. Uh, which will further be explored, I'm assuming, over these next few episodes. I know throughout the series it, it furthers to continue to be explored. I know that for a fact. But will, you know, will we continue? To, how much will we see over these next five episodes? That's to be determined. Um, but man, loving '86, dude. I, I really, I really do want to read the light novel soon. I really, yes. I do. So the last thing I want to mention on Lena's side of the episode was. Just after the whole name thing that we had in the previous episode, yep. how she now has that cork board with, yep. I guess, all the faces she drew. That I she guess, thinks that they probably look like. Yeah, and then she has a little glass box next to her stand with the flower where she puts all those who have passed in it. Mm-hmm. And the other sort of depressing thing about this series is in the opening, that last shot of the people facing away. Yeah. Just slowly getting bigger. I know. That last shot, man. I know, Like I said before. They were very selective on the poster for this series. <laughs> I've said that before, and I'll continue to say it. They were very selective on it. Well, yeah, still talking about uh, sadness and pain. How was two-year eternity since I didn't get to watch it? Was it sadness and pain? Um, actually, no. Was it wholesome? Yeah, it was actually sort of wholesome. Okay, so good. Fushi, I've had enough pain from last nah, episode. Last episode broke me. <laughs> uh, don't you? Nah. Um. <laughs> So Fushi begins off walking by himself. He can now take on the form of March. And he ends up meeting up with the old lady who pretty much is yelling at him because when she first sees him, he's in the form of March. She's like freaked out. She's like, you should be, you're not dead? And yelling at her and just, then Fushi finally turns in the boy. She's like, oh, it's you. No wonder you're quiet. And more or less the two of them become traveling companions and they find a map on a wood wall. She takes out some paper, starts drawing it, and Fushi now becomes super interesting because she's drawing this map on paper and some utensil. And as they're traveling, she begins to teach him how to do use words. And this is the first episode where we actually have Fushi putting together some sort of choppy sentences and actually talking. And... Um, Pretty much he decides to travel with the old lady, go back to her home island. And when they first get back onto it, turns out it's something there on the island is has to do with the gods. Because the god that created Fushi has a moment of just, oh, somebody stepped into my garden. Well, this is going to happen. Ooh, and f- interesting. And Fushi gets attacked by this plant thing, which is apparently a failed living organism that attacks Fushi, and upon attacking him, absorbs uh, his memories and everything to do with whatever form he's taking at that point, which is first the boy, the kid, the white-haired kid, and it takes those memories and everything from Fushi and takes the form of that, which proceeds to have a very weird battle (laughs) of this plant thing attacking Fushi and taking each form every time it gets its roots into him. Takes first the kid's form, then the wolf, then the bear, and then finally Fushi managed to win by removing the thing's core as March and takes it out, squeezes it, gets all his forms back, and his god interacts with him more or less going, 
That was a failed organism. It is a thing sent here to combat what we are doing. We are here to preserve um, the humankind. That thing's here to destroy. We'll continue later. It just disappears. Hmm. So there's apparently some fight going on between, I guess, maybe gods? It didn't really clarify other than Fushi's an organism helped to preserve the humans and that thing was something to combat them, which is spread throughout the world. And then the old lady and him get back to her lover's hut, which is some old brewmaster, and we get to <laughs> finally meet the kid with the salamander head. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. And that's where we left off. Okay. Well, what about uh, Eden Zero? You know, I didn't get to watch that either. Did we finally get uh, Shiki and Elise introduced to each other? Is that what is that where we're at right now? What's going on? Yes, it was where they escape uh, the planet mm-hmm. with Weiss transforming the ship, showing off his ether gear. Uh, they get attacked or tractor beamed by Elise's ship, which then Shiki decides, well, you've taken our ship, so I'm a plunder your ship. <laughs> yep. <laughs> and Elise just going, okay, here's how you get to me. Come at me, kid. Yeah, basically. Did we actually get to see them kind of duke it out this episode, or is that going to be no, next? No, it's going to be next episode. Okay. This episode was them escaping, them being brought on the ship, them fighting their way to the ship, and ending with uh, Shiki facing off against the scold face Elise. Gotcha. Okay. Um, pretty pumped up for that, man. Because then uh, once they, their kind of you know fight happens next episode, you know that's when that's when the season's going to really kind of open up. Yeah, that's when it's going to really open up. Uh, like I said, I didn't watch Seven Deadly Sins episode nineteen. Uh, I'll do a double up uh, for next week. Uh, so, what would you guys' favorite episode of the week? Mine's eighty six again. Like this is like five weeks in a row. Eighty six, hands down. It's so good. I'm gonna give it to Revengers. Okay, respect, respect. Josh, um, I'll give it to Revengers too. Respect, I respect that. All right, let's finish up the show here with our chapter ratings for the week. Uh, for Weekly Shonen Jump, Black Clover was on a break. Next chapter coming out is 293. So let's kick things off with uh, One Piece 1013. Uh, Josh, uh, what would you rate this one? Uh, I give it an 8. I give it, yeah, 8 sounds about good. I was trying to remember everything that happens. Yeah, 8. It's basically Kid and Luffy, I think, are the two big takeaways. Yeah, pretty much. Yep. So I'd give it an eight personally. Uh, what about my hero three twelve? I'll give it a seven. I'll give it an eight. I really dig this character. Are you gonna start yeah. simping? I'm not gonna start simping. <laughs> well, maybe <laughs> not. Like maybe not yet. We'll see. I need to see it more. Sounds like you're about to. About to. Sounds like you're about to start simping. Yeah, um, yes. You know, seven seven sounds good. I don't know. I uh, I don't know. I'm not gonna. I'm not simping over this. Uh, this new character. <laughs> See, I might simp because the character I did simp, I can't simp over anymore. So. Yeah, I, I don't know. I don't. I don't see what the big deal is now. There is another character that's in this chapter that I'm like. That's true. Why is he there? Yeah, yeah, yeah that's which, true. Which I think I think is what gives it a seven for me. Okay, it's eight for me. Uh, Doctor Stone one ninety six. I give it a nine. I'll give it a nine. Josh? Uh, yeah, eight. I gotta say though, I don't know if I'm ready for the simps to come for for for, for the character in this chapter. Yeah, I mean, I, I don't know if know, I'm mentally ready for it. I mean, it's gonna happen you know, regardless. I know it is. <laughs> yeah, you know they're coming. I know they are. I'm kind of scared. Uh, JJK 148. It was on a break last week. What would you guys rate it? 
give it an eight. Uh, I give it an eight too. It was yeah. The first half of the chapter, I was just like, all right, yeah, this is gonna be a seven probably. Good content, but nothing, nothing really great. And the end half, I'm like, whoa, okay. Yeah, yeah. No, that end half really. Yeah, brought it back. Giving a shout out because Maki's been sort of missed, and I'm yep. sort of happy she's getting something out of this. Yep. Uh, Mission as a core family chapter 82. I'm gonna give this one an eight really pumped for this, uh, for the, for 83 this weekend. Uh, probably be the first chapter I read, uh, undead and luck 63. I'd give this one an eight as well. Good chapter. Uh, Mashal 62, man, I'm giving this a nine. Good chapter. Let's go. Yeah. I'll agree with the nine just with everything that happened and then our reveal and then our yeah. ending. Yeah, dude, for real. What about you, Josh? Yeah. Um, I think, I think eight's fair for, for Mashal. All right, I respect that. Uh, what about Sakamoto that's good, that's Days? Good chapter. Uh, Sakamoto Days, chapter twenty-three. I haven't read Sakamoto Days yet. Behind, okay. that's fine. Uh, I'm gonna give it honestly a six. It was sort of lackluster to me. Oh really? I'm gonna give it a. I'll give it a seven. It was fine. Uh, Elusive Samurai, chapter sixteen. I would actually, I would actually give it an eight. Actually, really, I give this one a seven for me. Uh, I tell C, chapter fifteen. I'd give a seven. Josh, did you read this? I have not. That's fine. Uh, Which watch chapter fourteen? Six. Six. Ball Parade, Chapter 13. Six. Six. Uh, Blue Box, Chapter 5. I would give it a seven. I'd give this one a seven. Uh, Candy Flurry, Chapter 4. I'd give it a seven. Seven. Uh, next up, Jump Plus Stuff, Dragon Ball Super, Chapter 72, did come out today. I'd give this one an eight. Uh, we got our introduction of our Saiyan Warriors versus uh, Granola is where this chapter kind of... <laughs> Granola of the Serial uh, Lens, I want to point out. I didn't know that's what really? the, I did not know that's really? what they call it until this chapter. God and I don't know it. I don't know if I missed it from a previous chapter a couple months ago or if this was the first time that his his race was named, but his race name is uh Serial Ends. I hate this character even more. Yeah. So. I mean I mean at what point do you find it surprising when you know you have Garlic Jr. and his yep. you know comrades like Spice and, What were they? Spice and like paprika and shit and yeah. then you know you Vegeta's know, he, you know he's and, doing this. He's creating these new characters going, what's in my cabinet? Yeah, exactly. That's exactly what he's doing. Do you know what's hilarious, though? <laughs> Wiz, Wiz and his sister, Vado, he literally named him after whiskey and vodka. He's yeah, like... <laughs> we yep. said that before. Like, what, what do I got? Yeah, that's, that's what makes that even funnier, <laughs> that comment. It's just like, yeah, hey, whiskey vodka. <laughs> Shout out to Toriyama's uh, ability to name characters, man. It's a 10 out of 10. Top tier. <laughs> <laughs> I'd give it a, I'll give it an 8, though. It was it was a, it was a pretty decent chapter. Uh, Boruto 58. Uh, man, for this being monthly right now, you know, with the point that we're at, you know, you're at like a, a post-big stuff kind of moment where yeah. it's just like kind of just... And with it being monthly, it makes it kind of tough. I mean, I give it a seven. It was good content, just training stuff with uh, Boruto, uh, Sadara, and uh, Mitsuki, along with Kawaki. They're just doing some training now, just trying to get stronger, you know, after with everything that's on the way and everything. It was all right, though. I'll give it a seven. Uh, Spy Family 46. I give it a nine, personally. I really like this chapter a lot. I'll give it an eight. Uh, Kaiju number eight, chapter 34. I'll give this one an eight. Eight. I think next chapter is going to be potential of nine. Potential. I think think it's a finish this one because we started recording. Oh, okay. So you didn't get to read it? Yeah. Okay. I started it. That's fine. Uh, Tokyo Avengers 206. What, what would you rate this one, uh, Zach? 
It was a good chapter. It was, but it's really making me curious where we're going now. Yeah. Just because of these back-to-back chapters we've had. I gotta, I gotta get back to uh, Takamichi. I, I like this. Like this was a good. This was better than lastly. I give this one an eight because of the ending. Yeah. But yo, I quit playing with me right now. Get me back to Takam Takamichi. I, mean, I need to know what's going on. I would give it an eight as well, just because it does make more sense. Because yeah, the, yep. this new second hand of. Mikey, I had no idea who he was, but now we do. Yep. And it sort of makes sense. Uh, what about Eden Zero 143? How do you feel about this one? Seven. I give it an eight. And the primary reason is, you know, I'm a slut for a good ending. And that yeah. ending was uh, was that that was a couple really solid endings. And, you know, I'm not going to lie. Like, I know it's Hero we're talking about here, but uh, it does kind of scare me. Are we, you know, what's going to come these next couple chapters? You know, you never know. Yeah. You know, he may, he may finally really step up to the plate and do something he doesn't normally do. And I'm kind of scared for that. Uh, seven, ni- seven Deadly Sins, Four Nuts of the Apocalypse, Chapter 16. I'd give it an eight. Um... Ranger Reject, Chapter 14. I'd give this one an 8 as well. This was a fun little chapter. Uh, God of High School, 516. Uh, I would actually give this one a 9. This was a good God of High School chapter, man. I really enjoyed this one. Yeah, I'm stick with an 8. Stick with an 8? Okay. Uh, Unordinary, two, 233. I'd give that one a 9 as well. 8. Uh, Soul Leveling, 152. 8. Keep it rocking. Give it, giving it a 9. 9's <laughs> across the board, baby. I say that, and now here we are at Week Hero 138. Give this one an 8. Same. Yeah. Uh, so what was you guys' favorite chapter of the week? Mine was probably... Hey, before you do this, I'm going to give LC to 9. So. That's right, LC. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. It's because I'm looking at a different list right now. That's why I accidentally... <laughs> I'm looking at a different list that's not the script. Um, yeah, so... You gave LC to an eight or nine? Nine. Nine. Okay. Rock on. Um, what's your guys' favorite chapter of the week? LC. Uh, mine was probably Unordinary uh, 233. I really like this chapter. Good character development that we've needed for a very long time. <laughs> That's further being uh, explored. So, yeah, I'm going to give that my favorite chapter. What about you, Josh? I'm going to uh, Jujutsu Kaisen. I respect that. I respect that. All right. Well, that's the show. Uh, we got everything uh, on the list that we we're going to talk about. Um, you guys got anything you guys want to say to finish us off here? All I got to say is my usual spill of like, subscribe, comment, rate, uh, anything your platform allows. If you're watching this on video and you like our content, subscribe, hit the bell in case you ever forget when we upload. And then thank you. Oop, hit my headphones. My bad. <laughs> Josh, what about you? You got anything? Uh, yeah, follow us on Twitter at Animan Podcast. Uh, apologies to Chris Savage, we couldn't get to you uh, oh to your God. phone call. <laughs> Maybe next time. I swear to God. If he keeps doing that, can you mute, mute his ass? I mean, it's more so also, is he going to keep tagging him on Twitter about it? Yeah, I really don't want to get a cease and desist order because of this asshole. <laughs> I had to try it at least once to see if he would like to respond and be like, yeah, I'll be on your podcast. And then be like, hell yeah, that's where the money comes in. (laughs) I mean, you're shooting your shot, so I can't, I can't. I know. All right. Well, anyway, if you guys made it all the way to the end, we do appreciate that. Uh, make sure to go check out Lighthearted and everything. Um, we do have some stuff coming up with Lighthearted 41. Uh, that's going to be me and Zach going to be breaking that down a little bit about what's going on with the show. Good stuff. It's all good stuff. Nothing bad. Um, like he like it was mentioned, you can go follow us on Twitter at Animan Podcast. Also follow Lighthearted on Twitter at Lighthearted Pod. If you want to support us further. 
Patreon's a great way to do so. We'd greatly appreciate that, but don't feel obligated to. Uh, if you're watching the video format, hit the thumbs up, thumbs down, either or. But make, most importantly, if you could hit the subscribe button. See, if you don't like it, you can hit the subscribe button and you can keep coming back and keep hitting the dislike. You know, it works out for everyone. You're watching the videos. You're getting to react. You know, it's great for everyone, right? Yeah. Anyway, yeah. That's going to do it here, guys. Um, hopefully, you guys have a great day. Until next time, see you. Bye. Later. Oh, 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 oh,